Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hi, guys. Hi. So uh, we are doing a collab podcast with one of the most popular podcasts out there. Hi, Troy and Kelly. Hi. We're so excited to be here. I know. We're so excited. We were so excited because we were like, this is the podcast. And I know you guys talk about so much. So we were so excited. Now we were all just talking about the Real Housewives of New York and how great it's been. What are you guys thinking about it so far? Well, I mean, I'll say I got into the older Real Housewives super late, so I don't have all the history with the older Housewives, but I really like this new season. Jenna Lyons is so fucking cool to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this past episode with Bryn being like so emotional at the end, it was just, it was nice. And I think, I know the charm of old Roni is like all the yelling and fighting, but it's kind of nice that they're like slowly seeming to ease into it. Like, it's nice for me. <laughs> yeah. I know people won't agree, but... <laughs> I think because for me, I like it because I wasn't really into the OGs. So when I watch it, I'm like, no, this is great. And even yesterday's episode, I actually enjoyed it completely. I was bawling Mm -hmm. with Bryn. I don't know why. I just kept crying. And it made me like her so much. I think she was going to be the star no matter, like you saw it from the first episode. And I think it's going to continue to show every single episode. Yeah, she's so magnetic. Yes. Yeah. And her story, I thought it was just so nice. We saw a vulnerable side of her. And I just, I wouldn't, I, and I would never even think that was like her history. And I like when people have a story and you can tell she has so much to offer. And I just am already thinking about future seasons when she's like, finally finds the man of her dreams. And then we like see her wedding. Like I have so much hope for them <laughs> for this whole season. Yeah, no, I thought it was so good. So your favorite right now was Jenna. Yeah, I I don't know. It's between Bryn and Jenna, but Jenna's like so fucking cool. Yeah, I think so too. But I I think Jenna's gonna only last like two seasons though. What? Yeah, I just think she's gonna be that person that just like falls. She's not gonna be into it anymore. Like she thinks it's fun to watch and to be in it to now, but then she's gonna get off of it. Like a Carol. Yes, just like a Carol. <laughs> like it's cool right now and then she's done. Yeah, I guess. I really like Aaron. Am I the only one? No, Aaron Aaron's is like the inker, I feel like. 
I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's I think she's good. What do we think about uh Jessel so far, especially even in this episode? I don't know. There's something, there's some wallop, I think. And like the more I see her husband, the more I'm kind of like, is that what's going on? I feel like that scene when she talked about that whole the the sex thing, how she brought it up and how the girls, you know, had an opinion on it. I felt like they discussed it prior and he was like, cause he was like, yeah, like we're just so busy. Like we're so busy. And it's like, I have three little babies and I work full time. <laughs> we do this and we can still figure it out. So, I mean, how busy can you possibly be? You tell them sister. It felt like she was like, we have to have this conversation on camera because it's been brought up on yeah. camera. It's going to be a storyline and like, That's it's so true. you know, we have to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you think she's like a little rude and standoffish? I think that she's a little rude and standoffish, but I also think that she's the perfect like scapegoat for a villain. Like True. I think that when these new casts get together, especially for Bravo, like they do this like wolf pack thing where they figure out like instinctively who they're gonna bully a little bit. And I think that they all like non-verbally have decided like she's going to probably be our villain whether she likes it or not. Yeah, yeah, I think that started when she came down in the nightgown and she's like, I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate everything about this. And everyone's like, can you like be a little quieter about it? Yeah. Everybody's pinging, like things were happening in everybody's brain at the same time. I wonder if she knows doing that, that that's, she's going to now be the villain. Like, I feel like she's not aware. <laughs> that's why think... she's a great villain. Yeah, yeah she's very yeah. unaware. I think that's what it is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Can we, okay, I'm sorry that I'm already talking about this lawsuit, but I haven't been able to stop thinking about the lawsuit, you guys, with Bravo. Do you guys have any clue? Like, who do you, who do you guys think, like, is behind it? It's hard to say because it's it's interesting when you think about the fact that, like, Nini has been talking about this stuff for, like, two years. I know. And, like, now all of a sudden everybody's like, Bravo's racist. Bravo doesn't treat their treat women well. It's like, yeah, like, hello. We watched on the old Roni when they mm-hmm. took them on a boat that almost crashed and didn't care, literally almost killed them. Like, that is the stuff yeah. that protects them from not getting in trouble, you know, with no union. So it's like, it's it's hard to say because they've been so problematic to their talent on all of their shows. So it's hard to even know, like, who would get fed up enough to be like, this is enough. But I did see on TMZ that over 10 Bravo stars have like cited have like basically partnered with bethany to go yeah. after bravo mm-hmm. well um, we don't wait we don't know for sure that it, we don't know for sure to go with bethany however the attorney that bethany hired is the attorney for this lawsuit as well so i mean yeah, yeah obviously bethany has something to do with it and sure. I, i'm thinking and then they kept bringing up like the revenge porn and i'm like wait who who did the revenge porn? And then people told me Danielle stop. And I was like, wait, that's so true. That whole thing happened with Danielle. Oh. Do you remember that? Oh God. The Danielle's alleged sex tape. Yeah. Right. You, yeah. you know, you know who else they're seeing actually? They're seeing Raquel from um Vanderpump Rules because they're mm. saying that they were they kept talking about the whole um, you know, her doing whatever she was doing on that FaceTime and like they kept showing it or passing it around and like that and you can't do that in um in California that's a law that you can't show 
there's like a huge law in California about that, about any showing anybody's like any. I mean, sexual but we didn't see it, but then it got spread, and then and that's illegal. Like just yeah. in between the circle, and Bravo should know that for sure. And yeah. now we're hearing also that Raquel's not going to come back. Yeah, I think I she's going don't after them. Blame her at all. I think she's going after them. <laughs> not that I'm side Raquel at all, but at what point is it like enough? Enough. You're so right. I know. I feel the exact same way. I feel like the world was, imagine the world, like imagine anywhere you go, people are looking at you a sort of way and you just become like literally Satan to everybody. I mean, I can't even imagine that. And then also, I mean, Lala and them are not easy to be around. So even at the reunion, like I'm shocked Raquel didn't get up and walk out a million more times I really am just because the girls were going in not saying that it's not deserving but that is a lot for someone who's already probably went through hell and back after all this came out you know on national tv it's just it's it's crazy I think if she just showed compassion it would have been fine <laughs> like people <laughs> people would have gone over it but she just didn't so everyone's like let's go that's true <laughs> I feel like this is not the popular opinion because I've talked to my friends about this and they don't agree with me but I feel like reality tv fans are very fickle like we forget so fast like yeah I cannot keep track of like who I've hated on the shows that I love for a million years and I think I actually think it's a bad idea that she's not coming back I think it's crazy that she is gonna leave the entire world with this is like the last thing that we ever hear so true even if she had a really boring, stupid, like non-factor season, at least she would have an entire year of scrubbing our brains from like the worst thing ever. I just think it's like, I don't know. I, I think that she'll regret it. Like not it, I don't know. She, she doesn't get to like have any sort of last word or like anything. And they're going to talk about her for a year if she's not there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Rexanne, didn't something, didn't Lala come out with something that she's like so over the show and she she might be moving on? Yeah, she did post a caption and she said that she's over it. And everyone's just assuming that what she's talking about is a show. Do you guys think she's just doing it for attention now that Raquel got some? Lala's like the Amber Portwood of (laughs) Like she's quitting all the time. She's always like, you don't know what I've been through. Like she's the Amber Portwood. No, wait, that's so true. I know people are going to get mad at me for that, but... No, Lala's actually been rubbing me the wrong way. I feel like she also, when this whole thing happened, she like took advantage of the situation that wasn't even hers. And her and Ariana were really not even that close. And I mean, they all kind of did. And I don't blame them. Like, Loki, I would do the same thing. I mean, didn't she say her merch like bought her house or something? Like, yeah, in a day, okay. in like, a couple hours. Yeah, like, okay, that must be nice. Like, let us know how we can do that. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> She's like, well, now I'm annoyed. It's like, okay. Yeah, 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 right. How can you even say that? Yeah, that's what, that, Lala's just been on my shit list lately, but I can actually see, I know they said Ariana and Tom have not actually had a one-on-one talk. Do you guys think that's going to end up happening? No. I do. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts about it. Like, how they say they haven't even spoken a word and they only talk through people. I'm like, you live in the same house. Like, you don't turn a corner every once in a while and you're like, hey, sorry. Like, I don't know. And I think they will have a sit down talk. Maybe it won't be right now. I know they're wrapping up filming like next month, but they could even film it in like November and just throw it in there. I think she's just sticking to her guns. Like she's told everyone that this is what I'm going to do. I'm not speaking to him. She's told all her friends. So she's just trying to be that like, 
she's trying to be she's trying, trying to play hardball she's like i'm not doing it and i think she'll feel bad if she goes back on her word for it true setting but healthy you, boundaries for herself yeah but what do you guys think about them living together is that normal still i no. would say no i even think like the the co-parenting pets with schwartz and katie's like kind of odd i think it's hard to move on that way yeah yeah and i just i feel like she could move in with anybody but i feel like again like they're both they both have egos where it's like i'm not gonna move if you want to move you can move and then he's like i'm not gonna move and it's like well bitch someone needs to move like (laughs) how are you guys living together this is like this is so uncomfortable because you're so right we're saying they haven't had a sit down there's no way they don't talk to each other they don't you know just about food in the fridge or just something there's just no way they don't have a conversation with each other yeah I agree and I also just feel like I don't know I I agree with you with like the ego thing like they both don't they want to be like the last one to leave the house like I yeah you know and it's just like at this point like even for Ariana like again like we are very fickle and I I I, I personally, if I were her, I would want to like lean back from this and just like mm-hmm. focus on something else for like the coming year and not have this because cons- it's a it's a lot like it's yeah. been a lot and it's still a lot. And I just can't imagine another entire year of talking about her and Tom not being together. I'm just like, I can't. I know. Yeah, so what, too much. what do we think is going to happen then on this season? I'm just so curious. And I, I feel like them being friends with Tom, like seeing the like apology tour. Yeah. Yeah. I almost wish that they waited a little bit to film because they're still so like, it's still so topical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish that they gave them some time to breathe, even I, with the reunion. Like I wish they gave them maybe another two weeks or something. I agree. Yeah, but I I feel like they're all going to end up forgiving Tom. But just like you oh, yeah. said, you you were saying that, you know, we forget what happens on seasons. And me and Chantel did a rewatch of like so many shows in the last year. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot how much I hated this person. Then the next <laughs> season came and I was like, ew, like, I love this person last season. And then now they're a monster this season. Bravo yeah. shady. Like so maybe maybe switching it up. <laughs> they really do. I don't know. That's so funny. Even like with James Kennedy now being like the new hero. I'm like, do you remember oh like gosh. old seasons and how terrible mm. he was? Like just the worst. Not, doesn't mean that he's okay. And just because Tom sucks doesn't mean Jax Taylor is like it's some cool. new man. <laughs> Yeah, the Jax oh. Taylor, the Jax Taylor especially, he was like so happy when this whole thing happened. And it's like, no, Jax, we didn't forget. Okay. I mean, some people might have, but no, we didn't forget. He even just posted about his new sports bar that he's coming out with with um his wife. And he had to make a dig at Sandoval, like just the whole time. He's like, I know that he's a bad person because I was a bad person too. And I know what bad people <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, he's he's a bit much that one. Yeah. But what do you guys think about them making appearances? I don't think they're making appearances though, because they have their own spinoff that they're feeling or filming. Are you guys? Do you guys think that's a good idea? I personally like can't stand Jax or Brittany. Yeah, she she just bugs me too. She like, was annoying to me too. I don't think she was that like special. I guess to me, I'm like just because you have like a little country accent doesn't make you some innocent bystander to Jax. <laughs> I feel like she's innocent because she's with Jax and she's like blinded and I just feel bad for her. Is that weird? I I don't know. I mean, it's very like Heidi Spencer, what you just said. Yeah, Yeah. that's so true. We are kind of like Heidi and Spencer Yeah, they're still going strong, two kids. (laughs) 
Yeah, I kind of like them now. Like, I feel bad for them. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I respect the hustle when they were doing it. They were just trying to make money. And, you you know, it's like, okay, they owned it. They were, like, making a full out of themselves. And they were completely fine with it. I just feel like I don't understand what it would even, like, the whole point. I think that people forget that Vanderpump Rules was, like, on its last slam. And the show was, like, going to yeah. be canceled. And it was terrible for, like, a long time. Two seasons, like, yeah, for sure. You know, and it turned into, like, us watching Jax, like, on his riding more from Sears. Like, I don't care <laughs> that Jax got a yard. I don't yeah. Are you joking. So bringing him back, I'm like, what would that be? Are yeah. you kidding? Oh, God, just kill me now. To piss Tom Sandoval off and to, like, trigger Tom Sandoval. I really feel like that's why they're doing that. I agree. And it, it does make sense. But I'm like, does that does that a season make? I don't know. Is I that know. enough? Just him existing because he used to cheat with Tom 10 years ago. I like, know. You know what I mean? I'm like, I know. Cool. <laughs> I'm surprised Tom came back. Oh, are you? Why are you surprised? He loves yeah, attention. Yeah, that's true. He's so thirsty. Never mind. Narcissist. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Wait, but just like Andy said, isn't every one of them a narcissist? <laughs> yeah. Andy said that at like a reunion and they truly, truly all are. They try to like, like love attention. Yeah, that's going to definitely be interesting. Okay, so you said you were watching Below Deck. Is today the part two reunion? Uh, no, I'm watching Below Deck Down Under right oh. now. Below Deck's like my favorite of all the Bravo shows. And I think it's because it's like a rotating cast. They keep a few good ones. And Troy said that when I started watching, he's like, this is going to be your favorite out of all of them. Oh, so Troy, yeah, you watch yeah. Below Deck. You watch it all I too. I watch every, I'm a psycho. I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like watching more Bravo than Andy Cohen. It's sick. Wait, I'm dying. So where where do you like watch it? Do you watch it on your phone? I watch it everywhere. I, I use YouTube TV. Okay. So that's like my TV app that I use. But um, yeah, I watch it on there. And like, I just, I literally, I've always been like, a, if it's on Bravo, click record kind of yeah, gal yeah i just watch i've always watched everything well because i watch everything on peacock tv and i feel like i'm constantly watching so much tv but it's like when i do my chores like it'll just be on my phone so i'm like yeah. i'm always just like watching and re-watching things but i forgot about down under is that with a hot captain yes and asia asia who oh, I, I love asia. Oh, i love asia <laughs> i love oh my gosh Great. wait see i didn't even know that but oh gosh you guys i'm sorry i didn't even know that down under came back she's like the top um the top what are they called again still yeah. she's a chief stew yeah okay yeah. we're rusty because she just said <laughs> top stew i know no. <laughs> oh, yeah. so there's a lot of rusty of as on the boat i yeah. used to be the one to be like googling him like how can i get a job on below deck or one of the boats <laughs> and like never i'd be fired immediately like oh my gosh i know i would quit i would quit i'd be like this isn't for me like i thought it was and you're telling me what to do i i'd rather not <laughs> i'm like, in hospitality so it's like up my field yeah no i need to get into it then because i thought we were talking about the whole gary stuff i mean we could also talk about that I don't yeah well because well, what was going on with gary colin and daisy yes uh I mean, like it was just like an interesting love triangle and they just did a um, project runway with the below deck people and Gary oh. was trying to sleep with one of the contestants. I'm like, wow. Gary, you fucking dog of a man. <laughs> But and why she do I openly married? Like, oh, remarried. Oh gosh, why am I into him though? Like, why do I like think he... <laughs> he's so toxic? And I'm like, I like him still. Why he's so hot? He's toxic. He's cocky. He's like a yes. Dude. Yeah. I mean, let's call it. 
right we're the problem I'm the problem because like the fact that I'd be yeah, the fact that I'd be into that and be like but I, I still like him I feel bad like, what yeah. do I feel bad for <laughs> I was like turned on watching him flirt with a married woman I was oh, like wow see <laughs> okay See, we're the problem. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That is why, so like, why do they have no, like, morals on anybody on that show? Like, they just don't care. I know. They really, really don't. It, it's crazy. <laughs> they, it live in, they live in, like, three-month increments. And then their month, and then it, it's, like, their life resets every, like, three months. So true. I swear. I think that's why. It's, like, they don't understand that, like, there's consequences. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine if we were being recorded on a day-to-day, though. Like, it would be bad. I mean, we, it's not like we're all perfect. God only knows. Like, some road rage would be happening. <laughs> I'd be, like, yelling at the car in front of me. Like, there. so we sometimes, like, I feel guilty about how judgmental we are. Because, like, I can't even imagine if someone saw, you know, us in a day-to-day on our bad days that's so tough they'd probably be like this girl needs help like this girl yeah no they they would think I have like a meltdown every day or something and be like okay we actually did an interview with a housewife recently Siggy Flicker Uh, I don't think that yeah I don't yeah Kelly I don't know if you know her because you're not into Jersey like that but Troy might have Troy might not know her and she spilled like a lot of tea on production and uh, like scenes that were made by production and we're still kind of shook about it wait can I guess one yeah did she say that the cake scene was production or something yeah she did oh my god Siggy's wild yeah she said that they were you know she said that a lot of the times they would get threats like the show is boring not threats but I mean I guess that's how I took it that the show is boring and that it's gonna get canceled and you guys need to do something so she's like I love attention like she's like at the end that she owned it she's like so if I if someone has to do something I'm gonna do something so she said that was all like that came from production and then also the Margaret buying the wreath for Teresa for the memorial for her mom in the beach she said production bought that and said it's going to be for Margaret oh so that must be why Teresa doesn't care about that moment yeah yeah oh she said that they only knew each other for seven days prior to that Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds. 
all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. Wow. That's so messy. Yes. <laughs> and then... Ooh. Yeah, and then she said that a first a year a first year housewife gets paid sixty thousand dollars a season. What do you guys think about that? Is that good? I feel like no, no. Especially not if at you're all. a housewife, I feel like that's really different because they're in your home. They're like filming your kids. They're filming your family. Yes, uh... I think it should be a lot more than that. That's so true because they're filming your kids and they want your kids. And Siggy was actually saying that they would like talk to the kids and say, we want you to film more and like pressure them. And they're underage. So they're not even getting paid for it. Well, it's even more screwed up when you think about the fact that, I mean, they pay for those parties. They pay for those events. They pay for like if they have some stupid thing at their house, like they're paying for all of that stuff. And I've heard them say that it's like. You know, you spend like $100,000 a pop on those those elaborate parties, especially like if you're the person doing like the end of the season final party, like production isn't paying for that. And then so you, and then there's also glam. They don't pay yeah. for their, or their makeup or their outfits or their reunion gowns or for them to have glam all the time. Like they Botox they, extensions. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Upkeep. I think most of them say that they come out of the season in red like they come out way less and then like the pro bono is like I guess you can promote your little your little business but even that like make it look like a joke and you don't even know that well someone commented and they were like okay woohoo you had to pay for your glam like how about you just go natural and not worry about your outfit and your hair and face and I'm like okay I mean really like who's gonna do that like who's (laughs) actually gonna see everybody else looking their best and you're on TV about to get criticized (laughs) Nini made a good point because Nini was like you guys talk about me if I didn't do cosmetic surgery when I do cosmetic surgery you guys talk about me too so I'm like no one's satisfied I was gonna say the person who left that comment would be the first first person to be like look at their wrinkles they need Botox yes. oh yeah um, like I'm sorry no one's gonna want to go in there and not look their best so that people could criticize the crap out of them unless you're like Kathy Hilton where she really didn't care but it's because she's rich as hell like yeah she doesn't even need to prove it to anybody and it's also like okay tell that to like like Beverly Hills is the best cast to use as an example like what are you supposed to do when Doree is pulling archives out of the like the like Bagley Mishka? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're they're pulling out like crazy Alexander McQueen gowns to go get a noon lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, like show up in lemon. But the, but then but then like viewers are saying then don't join the show. And it's like, okay, but sometimes people don't know and they just go into it and they want to be famous. But then right. they also like like I I wouldn't fault someone for wanting to look good. That's why the second season glow up because you're literally crucified in the first season with how you look. That's why I can never go on TV because I'm like so not trying to completely change my entire appearance. The second season I would die. I will be honest with you though, and I know that I stand alone in this. I miss not glam housewives. Really. I'm- loved oh oh my god old school housewives they would show up in like cold sweaters and just wine and hang out it felt so much more like natural and like when they did dress up they were like doing their own hair and their own makeup like normal women i loved pre i actually think that erica jane is like single-handedly the one that made the glam like on a level that's like wild like jump shark like it is true 
wearing latex to get dinner. It is actually wild. I'm sorry. I know. And she couldn't even walk. I remember that scene where she literally couldn't walk. That's so true. Yeah. I think, she... I think them all just bringing their, their glam to trips and paying for that is just wild. You can do your hair and makeup for one weekend. Yeah. Remember what you guys when Ramona didn't pay someone's glam? Does anyone remember this? From <laughs> yeah. Ultimate... Yes. Where was that from? <laughs> they were on a trip, I think, too. Girls Ultimate trip. girl trip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, was it Cynthia's? Was it the- Cynthia? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see. That's so Ramona. Mm-hmm. And then they even fight about glam. Yeah, see. That's why also I feel like Below Deck is like the number one show on Bravo because none of that stuff exists. Yeah. It's actually relatable. Yes. Exactly. And the guests are such monsters. Oh, it's yeah. It's all about the guests. I mean, obviously the crew can be bad too, but a lot of the times it's just like, can you believe how rude these people yeah. like, the guests the guests are the housewives basically the <laughs> housewives were to be on the show so funny well like kyle richards and her husband yeah and like it's like kyle richards and her husband's being on the boat there's been housewives there's been bachelors oh, wait i think no claudia jordan was on there i think yeah mm-hmm. and yep. then um who else was on there alexis, alexis. yeah like that was cringe a little that was wild yeah, that, that was, was so wild oh yeah that was scary times because she kept like making out with her boyfriend ew the fact that i remember these things is very scary okay so it was like weird to see her without like we haven't seen her on tv like without jim so like that was I like know. that was her big moment to show us that she's happy. i know and yeah lovey-dovey was someone who's actually lovey-dovey back with her and you could tell that she wanted that always god alexis jesus drugs what do you guys think about ultimate girls trip the new york one is now getting pushed before the one that caroline manzo and brandy glanville were on i don't blame bravo for doing that <laughs> now what do you think their motive yeah like is it because the sex the alleged sexual assault case i think that it's like the sexual i think it's two things the sexual assault case i think that it's like in the middle of you guys maybe having to like give all of your documents over about how poorly you treat people maybe it's not the best thing to then air the show where like an assault happened like probably not the best and also like the housewives are so topical and i feel like i'm a real big fan of like the old like i love the new 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 york housewives but i'm very loyal to old Roni, and i feel like they want to put like a pacifier in people's mouths to be like they're here. They're not going anywhere. Just shut up. Here's your old house. Yeah. It's all they they all exist and it's like fine. Do you think they should have brought they should have kept some of the old housewives like the OGs and then brought some New York ones instead of just doing like an entire like flip and having like a re- reboot you mean? Yeah, reboot. I think that doing a reboot was the craziest thing Bravo's ever done because really like New York is my favorite of the whole franchise. Oh, wow. And in my opinion, New York has only really had like one really bad season like that was so bad that it made headlines that it was bad like and then they were like let's just end it but if you look at like beverly hills and atlanta and jersey like if we were cutting housewives just for a single bad season like none of them would exist because beverly hills was terrible for like like what five years we're yeah. fighting about a dog like right yeah metal camp years like give me a break like yeah I think it was really drastic to be like let's just cut the entire show i don't know it felt really really over the top to me well do you think they kind of did that because it sounds like bravo is allegedly very toxic really terrible do you think they may have done that just to show other housewives like you could be next we can we can completely recast you guys 
who cares? They're still watching it. No, I I truly think they're cheap. They were paying them. Even Bethany Frankel said they were paying them like each a million dollars in a little bit over a season. So I think they were like, okay, everyone's complaining about this the last season. So let's just do a reboot. We're going to take them on a two week trip. We're going to pay them $250,000. And guess what, you guys, we're saving you a bunch of money. But it was still ballsy. Yeah. So and it I, does not open the door to like, you know, like they're talking about maybe Atlanta doing that because Atlanta has been so bad and like oh my gosh, so bad. It's just not there. It's not working. And you know, Kenya Moore being like the lead of the show is not no yeah. doesn't work. Like, so now it's like, God, this could happen to like any city, which is kind of scary. It's definitely, right. I feel like gonna happen in uh, Salt Lake. Yeah. Oh, I can see that with that too. Would you guys want to see Nene Leaks back? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, she's she's just her personality is amazing. Like you can't you can't beat anybody. Kelly, how have you not watched Bravo like that? Listen, (laughs) I'm an MTV girl. I okay, same challenge. We are too. So sick. I still watch Teen Mom. Like it takes a lot to watch a new show. Roni, the new one, I was like, okay, I can get in ground floor, and I don't need to like rewatch a bunch of years. Below Deck is a really quick watch. Yeah. And Vanderpump Rules I got into because with Laguna Biatch, everyone's like, you need to watch Vanderpump. It's so much yeah. better than The Hills. And I was like, no way. Then I watched it and I was like, <laughs> oh shit, it's way better. Yeah, it really is. But yeah, I feel like I got bullied into watching it. And you just got to bully me like an- enough to where I watch it. And I'm like, see, I'm watching it. See, I'm watching it now. <laughs> But how with Troy being like a king of it and he like knows every... Uh... <laughs> Like they, they talk a lot about other reality stars and like pop culture. I mean, they talk about it all. I don't know what to say to that. Troy <laughs> is like a, a historian of reality TV in general, but no, he did like kind of push me to watch Below Deck, and um, we definitely want to do a Roni episode. So I have been watching older seasons and stuff just so I can have some background. But I don't know. I guess for a long time I was just like, you know what? I have enough on my plate for TV shows. I've watched Grey's <laughs> Anatomy for like oh. seventy years, so okay. it just took a little while. <laughs> Who's your guys's um favorite reality star that you guys have met? If you guys have met any, ooh, you can go first, Troy. This is just like this answer always throws people. And I understand why it does, but I'm very proud to say that I met Kate Gosselin during the height of her Karen cut. And no way. Ew, I hate her. (laughs) It was meeting the devil himself. It was amazing. It was literally like giving a VIP ticket down to hell and meeting the devil. Was she nice? No, she wasn't horrible, but it was like what it was exactly the experience that it was a um she used to do these like conventions because she was so famous at the time that she would like fill up a convention center for her wow. book. And we went to this like ladies convention, like a recipe convention or something. And um, it was thousands of women there. They all had her hair cut. Like oh. they were all like her. Like they all had a bunch of kids and they were, it was like, they were meeting Christ himself and she had a bag of money. She had like a, cause people were like giving her cash for no reason. And then she was taking it and like giving the cash to her bodyguard that she was like hooking up with at the time. And <laughs> it was like putting it in a, like a grocery bag. It was crazy. I am dying that you would even go to that. Yeah. I'm dying you- that you were there. <laughs> I know. The only man in a room full of like 30. Stop people. Karen's. That is hilarious. <laughs> I love that. How, How about, about you, Kelly? Kelly? 
I would say like Jemmy from the real world, New Orleans has been incredible, but I actually got, did you, did you watch Floribama Shore on MTV? Yes, yes I okay. did. I love okay. it. We, love and, and we, we know, like we watched the challenge. We know Jemmy, like okay. we watch all that. Yeah. Okay, cool. I got to go to Nilsa's bachelorette party in Nashville. No way. How yeah. and why? So Please. I've become friends with Amy just through like Instagram. Oh. She told me like they were going out in Nashville and I was like, here's my number. Like text me if you want. And then she texted me and she was like, meet me at this bar. And I was kind of like, oh, really? Like, this isn't like a silly joke. So I ended up going out with like Amy, Nilsa, Kodai, and then like Nilsa's bridal party. And then we went back to their Airbnb and just like ate pizza and hung out. It was like, that a- is so nice. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Like you would never expect her to text you and you'd be like, I'd be like, wow, that is so nice. Yeah. I was like sitting at home and I'm like, she's not going to text me. And then when she did, I was like, I guess I should get ready. (laughs) Right. That is amazing. Were they wild just as like they are on the show? For sure. And so nice. Like That's nice. I don't know if I expected them to be mean necessarily, but just like very welcoming. Yeah. I would never expect them to be mean. Mm. Yeah, like, Gus I, wasn't there, so it was Yeah, tough. exactly. I would expect him. Wait, did Floribama get canceled? It did. Yeah. Uh, they even, like, filmed Nilsa's Bachelorette and her wedding, and MTV was just like, we're good. Yeah, they, they didn't <gasps> show That's it. That's so messed up. I didn't know that. Mm. I wonder why they canceled. Were the ratings bad? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, really? I liked it. Me I too. Like MTV, <laughs> MTV is just, like, going through their issues. Yeah, yeah, Troy and I just we just talked about that last week on our. Oh, podcast. how funny! Yeah, they're just like going through, like you know. I'm they sad. They need to bring like making the band back. They need to bring back like the toxic shows. Isn't the network going away? My theory. Yeah, I think that's why they moved the challenge to CBS. Yes, and I think like Teen Mom and Catfish, they'll just put on Paramount. Yes, and then only people watch on that network anymore yeah. now. I didn't know they moved Challenge to CBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, did their ratings? so it'll be like a sis- It'll basically be like a sister show with Survivor. They're already purging people from CBS, so it's like they may as well just be on the network and have it all be. But it's really the end of an era. It's like sad. That's so, so sad. sad. And it makes we me feel it. like old too. Like we were there for it all. And now it's like going, what? That was like the shit. But at least some mainstays are still there. Like Johnny Bananas might be 43 or whatever, but he's still out there doing the thing. Same yeah. with CT. Like, you I know. know. <laughs> I know. But remember like spring break with MTV? It makes me sad that they wouldn't just bring back like music programming. Like not even the videos, but just like making the video like you know what was the other one diary just like celebrity programming like yes it's not like people don't want to know how like Demi Lovato made her album like people want to know stuff about music artists I don't understand why they think like you know it's like crazy to me that young people like like a Billie Eilish fan, for example, who's maybe like 16, has never seen like a diary episode of Billie Eilish. I like, know. That's- but you know what? It's because like Netflix is doing documentaries on it. It's because oh. like, yeah, it's all the streaming services are taking over. Like what? Selena Gomez had a documentary. <laughs> Did you watch that? <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> it was, oh, it was really so bad. bad. It was the worst <laughs> thing I've ever watched in my life. And I like Selena and I was like, I don't like you that much anymore. By the end, I was like, is she ever alone? Does she yeah. ever second words just selena just kind of sitting there kind of thinking like she always has someone with her i feel like she'd be like you know a friend that would just be a lot like i'd always <laughs> be nervous 
to say the wrong thing to her. But yeah, like she just, she run me the wrong way after I watched that. Music docs are bad now. They're not good. Like hers was terrible. I thought Taylor's was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Lizzo's was bad. They're all just commercials for the album. That's it. They're not like revealing. They don't talk about any, like Lizzo's whole documentary was about body positivity you did do a documentary to tell like are you kidding that's yeah. it mm-hmm. come on like mm-hmm. i don't know it's just like lame and i'm it makes me feel old it makes me feel did like you, did you like ed sheeran's didn't see that one it's on disney plus like i think disney plus comes out with good ones Chanda, yeah no i'm not about to watch like no no, <laughs> no it's no it's it really is about the music and like why they wrote the songs and like what goes into the songs like i feel like that's what you're talking about and like i love that yeah. stuff and it really yeah. hits home it's very emotional it was it was really good you really should you know, watch that i one. like his songs but like he just doesn't have the it factor to me to like want to watch him no it was so good though like it's his wife's in there i don't know it was really good oh you might okay. be selling me on it. I know yeah. it was. It was I, I cried in it, and so like it just it brought that emotion, and then you it made me want to listen to his new album that came out. So what it it made me really into the the music. Yeah. I would like to know why people are so fanatical about him. So I would watch it just to like figure it out. Watch it. It's really good. His music is really good too. Yeah, I definitely liked his older music. I've seen him. I've seen him like four times now, but I think it's some of them <laughs> was because he opened up for Taylor Swift and I like went to like three of those right. concerts, but I've seen, I've seen him so many times and I don't know why either. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I was just there. I don't know. <laughs> Funny. Wait, can you guys tell us a juicy blind? About whom? I don't know. What is like your like most recent that was like super juicy? I think one of my favorite blinds ever, I've said it a few times in like previous podcasts or whatever, but we had this blind that basically said allegedly Lisa Marie Presley was one of the biggest ghostwriters out there. Like allegedly wrote for like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, and was so interesting to me in general. So just seeing that, I was like, oh, it makes me so sad that she never got the flowers that she deserved, if that was true. And just in general, like, I thought she was so fucking cool. Yeah, that was so sad what happened. And just so young. I feel like we're also in that era. Are you guys, we're in our 30s, and I feel like people keep dying. (laughs) Did I just go dark? (laughs) No, that's what we do. (laughs) I know. But like, yeah, I feel like that's happening. And I'm like, I'm so sad that we're like witnessing that now and we're at that age that everyone around us is dying are we gonna die guys no we're good <laughs> we are <laughs> one day i know um, i don't have a favorite recent blind but my favorite blind that we've ever read on the show was i'm a huge ashley simpson fan like oh my, God. Oh my gosh and we read a blind in our like simpsons episode about how ashley she bought coke at a club from this guy and the guy like stole her money and he didn't give her the coke and then she tried to call the police on him for stealing her coke oh my gosh she Uh, called the police to tell him that yeah oh my god okay was she young this is that's a lot yeah it was like a 2000s old blind but i was like that is so funny like that's so i'm young and have money and like you know and another one this blind's like really messed up if true but like you know how leah michelle is supposed to be like the worst yeah the rudest person ever allegedly she saw this kid who wanted to meet her she was in a wheelchair and leah michelle was like no absolutely not and just kept walking we don't know oh my god but that blind item that is horrible (laughs) i feel like no one could be that actual like that evil 
I think if anyone could be, it would probably be Liam Michelle. Right. Uh, yeah. She's white knuckling it to even appear a smidgen nice in interviews. Like, it's like painful for her. <laughs> but how could you be so like mean all the time and everyone you encounter, you're like such an asshole? Do you think it's just her persona now that she's like just trying to portray? Well, it's been like it- that since she came on. Yeah, it doesn't matter for her because she still gets roles. She still gets like jobs. So what does she care? Yeah, (laughs) you know, so true. Does she still get jobs? I haven't even seen her. She's been on Broadway with Funny Girl. Okay, yeah, Yeah. I don't. You guys, I'm not. I don't know anything about Broadway, so don't even. (laughs) Let's not even go there because I don't even know. (laughs) I'm sure, like you in New York, you're like always doing something on no. Or, no okay never mind are you guys going to BravoCon? i am not i don't know if i'm going my friend katie really wants to go and she got tickets and i really want to BravoCon just seems like a lot like whenever i it's like in theory i want to go to BravoCon, and then when i think about it i'm like do i like right. she fully got trampled last year because those all of those like middle-aged flyover state women which like is me and my spirit but like she almost got trampled and there was like all this crazy shit with like the VIP where like the people who bought it, it didn't even matter because people were jumping lines and like security had to like hide all of the talent because they were people were being so crazy. I'm just like, do I want to go to like the middle aged mosh pit that is BravoCon? I don't know. Then I kind of do. Yeah. I mean, you already survived that with Kate Gosselin. You might as well just do it. Right. <laughs> it's true can we talk about what's considered middle age because now i'm like are we are we talking about me no (laughs) i think middle age is like like mid 50s yeah yeah i would think like upper 40s mid 50s for sure Are you yeah, I, going? we did get tickets. And so we are planning on going, but I, we're with Troy. Like the thought of it is like, you know, is not like we can go to Greece, right? We can yeah. go to Greece and spend that <laughs> yeah. same amount of money. <laughs> and it's like no guarantee that you'll like get to see people that you want to see, you know? I know. Which, but I think it would be fun just for the experience to be like, we did it and it was and wild. You know what? It's in Vegas this year. And I think that's also another like, it's fun to be in Vegas. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's kind of like you're in, you can go to dinner, nice dinners, and you'll be in the same place and it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not as like intimidating as New York, like, you know, jumping around and, and we're having my knowing. dad come. We told him he's going to come <laughs> so that he could get us a free room. And so we're like, it's fine. Just so we don't have to pay for another thing that's amazing because it's so expensive everything even our flights from michigan to there is a thousand dollars and we're like that's it's so much yeah last year they had it in like a really tiny convention center in new york and they only used one floor so in vegas i feel like they'll it'll be way more extravagant they'll have like the space for it exactly hopefully they learned things from last year so this year is not much of a shit show (laughs) yeah yeah that scared me yeah i'm sure it still will be but well guys this was so much fun yeah this was so much fun thank you guys yeah this was so fun to do and yeah my husband's texting me about one of the kids being up so that's my (laughs) cue (laughs) but i had so much fun doing this with you guys Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.